You are listening to Harford County Living Podcast with Rich Bennett and Sarah Coleman. If this is your first time listening, then thank you for coming. The Harford County Living Podcast is produced every month for your enjoyment and show notes are found at harfordcountyliving.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Harco Living and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's join Rich, Sarah, and their special guest. Welcome to the Harper County Living Podcast. This is uh, episode number 10. Um, Sarah, hopefully, will be strolling in. If not, we'll get on her, and hopefully, she'll be back next month. Uh, Two guests this week, actually three guests. Uh, Richard Wilmore of the Richard uh, Wilmore Show and Wilmore Home Decor, Ooh. and Sean Duffy of the Lots of Love Food Pantry, and we're here at the uh, Joptown Lions Club recording. We have uh, Lyle Garrity here from Joptown Lions Club. Um, before I get started, I just want to mention a couple of things. Lyle and I had, we, we were fortunate enough to go, was it last weekend to have a degrees? Last weekend, the uh, Happy Grace Decoy Museum celebrated 30 years after 30 year anniversary. Awesome. Don't know if you guys ever been up there yet. Mm-hmm. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I, really I, neat. It is. It, I mean, the first time we went, I was floored because you. First, I thought it was just going to be decoys, but it's not. It's a lot more. And that punt gun, although the big one they didn't have there. So, um, but they had their 30th year anniversary. Also, I uh, posted that I was going to have some shocking news for businesses. Uh, we looked at the numbers from last year. We went up big time. Um, right now, the website is actually getting over 21 million hits a month um, and over 100,000 new visitors a month. The other good thing is with the podcast, the podcast is actually getting over 500,000 hits a month just to the podcast page. The last podcast, because we're on iTunes too, I looked and there were, there was 265 of the last uh, podcast that was downloaded. So um, again, if you want to be on the podcast, it's free, just contact us and we'll be sure to get you on. We're starting to book up for the months ahead. Um, so we're you know keeping pretty busy with that. So. What we decided to do, most people will raise their rates and everything. Uh, I know there's a publication out there right now that raised their rates, which came to like $9.88 just to reach a thousand people. Yeah, um, which is ridiculous. So we're, we averaged it out. I know um, one of our ads was averaging like 59 cents to reach a thousand people. So you take that times everything, it's just amazing. But what we decided to do, we're putting a directory up on the website too. So um, if you're in a business, nonprofit, Sean, you, you can put it up there for free. We're not charging you to go into the directory. Um, now, as far as our clients go, they get a feature listing on there. So of course, there, there's gonna be a lot more. And we're also gonna be doing some other things, which I'm not gonna go into right now, uh, that'll be something else. So something else to help just build businesses. So, Sean, we'll go with you first. Lots of love, food pantry. Well, first, thanks for having us on. We're honored to be here. Basically, as a food pantry, we're at 501 Sequoia Drive. Lord of Life Lutheran Church is our host ministry. 
right across the street from Edgewood High School. It's Pastor Christine, right? Pastor Christine Parker, and we want to thank Park County Living for having us as the business of the week a few weeks back. Well, I had to. She yelled at me. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> this. Yeah. Um, as a food pantry, we're open the first and third Thursdays of the month from 4.30 to 5.30. We serve anyone that lives in Hartford County or anyone in any other county that's had a fire or a flood or some type of tragedy. Oh, so it's not just for homeless. No, we're open. We don't we don't judge with income or anything like that. Just oh, come okay. in with your ID. Um, we don't judge on anything. We follow our church's mission that we welcome all LGBTQ friendly. We're, I know some nice people fear that with churches, but we're there for that. And if you do have any questions, some happens to you in the middle of the week or something like that, and you need to get a hold of us, food pantry at lordoflifeedgewood.org or you can contact my office at 410-812-2040. And I know later on, we'll probably be talking about our annual Spring Family Fest. We're up to about 80 vendors. That's on April 29th. But Bring it up now. Go ahead. Where's yours? What is it? The Spring Fest? The third annual Spring Family Fest. We're excited to be back. I'm excited to be back sharing it. This is, we have, we're partners with the Lions Club. We're partners with a lot of other local organizations. Olaf will be there from 12 to 1. Right now we have Town Pub and Grill coming back for pit beef and ham turkey. We've got a kettle corn vendor. We're working with Rare Patient Voice. I believe maybe we can link the flyer or somehow or another to get that up. Rare Patient Voice is a great service that we, we use. We, we make money off of it and they do market research for different diseases and as a healthcare advocacy. Which is a part of the food pantry. Right. I personally come from a healthcare advocacy background, so if you're getting a situation you can't pay for your medicine, something like that, reach out to us, and we might be able to give you a call. Might be able to work with you on getting things done. Overall, we stock personal care products. We stock on food items. And we're always looking for donations, in particular, personal care products. But donations are always accepted. I'm flexible. Give me that call again. 410-812-2040. So it's not just food that you know. We personal care products, clothing, toys. We try to remember that because I think before law all we collected was food, right? Yeah, yeah. We we accept everything. Last year we hosted a successful toy giveaway at Christmas time. Right now that's in the works to see what we can do to do that again. But we're there for you. It's even though we have set hours, we want to be accessible if someone has a need because we understand someone could become homeless at two in the afternoon because of their landlord decided not to renew the lid. Right. I won't do, do you do uh, targeted drives, fundraising, or not fundraising, but targeted drives for food, clothing, toys, particular time of the year? We accept year-round, but we do work with all the schools. Actually, it'd be a great time to make a big shout-out to Edgewood High School, Deerfield Elementary, Jobtown Riverside Elementary Schools, and Manoa all have helped us this past year in addition to many of the area churches that have food pantries. We're in communication with a lot of areas, and Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts help us out throughout the year. Now, do you keep a list, like on the website or whatever, of stuff that you need? The website? Because I know sometimes you can get overwhelmed with stuff, and then you're like, uh-oh, we have too much, we need to... <clears throat> That's something we actually have never thought about doing, it's keeping a kind of list on our... We do have a Facebook page. Right. So Matt's lots of love food pantry on Facebook. I've never really thought about putting that off. That might be something worth it. But if there's ever a need that right now, I know we need beef stew and canned chicken. That's an item that will be up there. Okay. And all we ask people to do is like our Facebook page and subscribe to our events because we all know the logarithms. 
with Facebook, the more people see it, the more people like it, the more people are going to ultimately see it on their feed anyway. Well, what we'll do is, as Jobtown Lions Club, and I think we did it before when you used to be in the club, mm-hmm. is make a commitment to collect stuff strictly for them. Because, yep. I mean, they're giving to everybody. Yeah. I mean, you know, clothes. I mean, how often are we getting rid of I know I've, all the weight I lost. I, I just went through a bunch of clothes. Clothes. Yeah. All my pants on. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I wore them? <laughs> I, I, only, I only wish. But we're really... We, we not only do we focus, we focus on the entire being. My title really with the church is not the school pantry director, but I do health care and wellness ministries. So if someone can't pay their medica- for their medications and they even though they're on Medicare Part D, they can come in and meet with me and I can try to look through what we can do to help oh, really? them. Yeah, we, That's good. Because back when I was doing yeah. work with the MS Society, I had won the Mission Advancement Award for 2014. So I have a background in working the healthcare system and working with clients. So it's something else that we're there for. We're there for the client, or as we prefer to call them, our guest. Good, good. All right, we'll definitely do that then because we we did a canned food drive this year, but we did. I think we gave that to the Leos, and then there was some, uh, I think it was Mount Zion Church, a friend of ours. They did a big thing on yeah. Christmas, feeding the homeless. So we uh, yeah. donated a bunch of stuff to that, which would have been perfect. I didn't even think about it with you because after we had the breakfast with Santa. We had 15 bottles of syrup, I think, yeah. <laughs> left over yeah. and a ton of pancake and waffle mix. <laughs> and it, yeah, trying to find somebody to take it was hard. It's it's very hard. I mean, I'm very fortunate even enough that sometimes where stores will reject pallets of food because a box is damaged. There's times I get a call saying, hey, from a truck driver, I need a, I need a food pantry to donate this food to. Right. And I get a truck loader every recently got a truckload of cookies like two or three pallets of cookies like those law house cookies that we donate to us and you keep all this stuff at the church we we, we get rid of it we get it at the next food pantry we try to every week we did a fundraiser bag this past spring to celebrate our going into the 500 years of the reformation for the Lutheran church this year we did a we did a two year filled of dimes and that's providing us to try to give us fresh fresh produce, eggs, like that, to our clients every week, every time we're open, which again is the first and third Thursdays. All right, now I might be mistaken. The wrong mm-hmm. church, five hundred one Segovia Drive. Where is that? Directly across the street from Edgewood High School. When you see the baseball fields, oh, I am thinking of the wrong church. Yeah. Okay, because I was. I thought you guys were. I, I didn't. You know, right there on Edgewood Road, where Edgewood Lions Club has a car show. No. That's, okay, I'm glad that, I asked. <laughs> that, but we do work with Presbyterian. That's another okay. Presbyterian United Methodist. Our pastor, Pastor Christine, is close to Pastor Shannon. And at times, they have supported us. Okay. We also, shouting, again, shouting out to some partner, St. Paul's Lutheran up in Aberdeen and Holy Communion in Boston work with us very well. Okay. So we're, we're surrounded by support from our other um, parishes in the area. Okay, good. All right. And then you got... Well, uh, before we start, didn't you say WXCY was going to be covering the spring? They, they will be having a PS, a public service announcement okay. on it. We're hoping to get more people involved. If, you, uh, if you're if you listening to this, or maybe you're, and you do advertise on Park County Living, and you're willing to get us on your Facebook page, please contact me. Please share the link. The more people we get, we are looking still for sponsors. We definitely put your name out there. We've got a very active event page already, right. even though it's February. You may not until April 29th. Same day as our board. Yep. 
with the same. This is good because Tamriel Pub's going to be cooking our beef at your event. <laughs> just going to say, and you can't beat Town Pub and Grill's beef. Oh, no. All I can say is get there early because the last two years they've hosted, they've been there. They sold have, out. They sold out fairly quick. Yeah, that happens every year at the car show, too. They sell out. So, and they, I mean, last year, I know, uh, you know, Larry and Brad even had extra because they sold out the year before, and I think they still sold out this year. And that again, because the stuff it grows. Yeah, and, and the events grow every year. This is your third annual. I mean, so, and Town Pub and Go, you can't beat them. No. Mr. Larry, Miss Linda, Brad, I've been working with them since my days when they were Grill Sensations with the MS Society. So really, we've got a family that I grew up with at my former church. So they're 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 behind us a hundred percent. Yeah, and they get and they, well, they do a lot for the community. Period. Yeah. And you need clothes. I, it just so happens I know somebody that's selling a uh, you know a clothing truck. <laughs> segway, segway. Exactly. Richard. Yes, sir. So, are uh, you getting out of the clothing business? Yes. And now you're getting into the home decor. Yep. And you have, uh, to me, a, a successful talk show that's growing, the Richard Wilmore Show on With YouTube. I also like to think that I'm a nonprofit because I don't make any money. <laughs> so people. I don't know about it yeah. that way. <laughs> I do anything that doesn't make me any money. Well, the truck did, and then I stopped that, so now it doesn't make me any money. But um, well, we'll want you sell it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there you yes, go. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so, what? Tell me about the home decor first. Uh, I've always liked it since I was little. I was the one that my mom let me decorate for Christmas. She let me rearrange the house, and. I, when we moved here from Wisconsin a couple years ago, I was like, well, what do I do? I need a job. And the fashion truck kind of fell in my lap. I was a clothing buyer in Wisconsin. Um, So it felt like that's what I was supposed to do as opposed to what I wanted to do. And then after about a year, I was like, this is not what I want to do. I should probably figure out what I want to do. And that's how the talk show started. And that's how the decorating started. and, And I'm having fun doing it. I love talking to people. I love... It's hard to follow what what Sean does <laughs> when I decorate houses and make rooms pretty, but uh, yeah, it's that's this area has so much talent, which is yeah, what I love to use the show for to talk to musicians and there's authors everywhere and artists, and actors, actors. I mean, they're everywhere here and they need a place to to promote themselves. Yeah. People, that's one thing with Harvard County. People don't realize how many good musicians mm-hmm. artists i think you're starting to see a lot more artists uh because of well it the arts facility you got one in Havre de grace you got one in the county which i think they're getting ready to build a new one if i'm not mistaken really? i believe so yeah uh god i'm forgetting the name of it cultural arts of harford county or something like that um but you're seeing a lot more art shows too mm-hmm. and a lot around. of venues that are not specifically for artists or musicians or whatever that are bringing them in to showcase yeah. them, which I think is cool. Yeah, you're, I, I know you see, well, you have the nightclubs where you get a lot of the local musicians playing, but not everybody can go to the nightclubs. Right. Or not everybody wants to go somewhere where there's alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you, well, of course, now you got the APG Federal Credit Union Center or <laughs> whatever at the college, but they're getting more more of the i guess national acts than anything yeah i think i think about the only time you can go see a local act if you don't want to go to a bar or nightclub is 
stepping stone or mm -hmm. the first Fridays outside. That's yeah. about it. Also, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's, and it, you're seeing more local artists putting out apps. You got to get, oh God, I'm going to forget her name already. Liz Cooper and Stampede. Okay. Get them on your show. All right. Next, Done. Yeah, next time they're up here, they're, they're from, uh, well, she's in Nashville, but she's from here. Okay, cool. Uh, and awesome. Young, new, I mean, writes good music, so. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right now it's just like me and a couple people hanging out and with an iPad and we recorded and then I started video. It's recorded on an iPad? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Nonprofit. We don't have any. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I filmed my first episode and then I thought, crap, I need to make, I need to edit this thing. Like, how do you make it into a show? That's always the hard part. Yeah, and then, so then I bought uh, video editing software. I went online and just Googled whatever was cheap, and I've taught myself how to edit videos. So now I've started making, like, little commercials and videos for people. And now that's another thing that I do. So I Still with the iPad? Yeah. What software are you using? Uh, that's a really good question. That, I, I, well, I guess you're editing it on the iPad then? No. I, I uh, take it over to a computer. I send it to a computer and then edit it on. Real the computer or an Apple? A real computer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not smart enough to use an Apple. That's I can awesome. Figure out the iPad. There's I know there's a lot of good software out there. So which which uh, I guess the next thing you know getting off of YouTube and going where? Uh, to a TV show. That's uh, since I was probably ten. I've wanted to be a talk show host, which is a weird job to want, but um, it's what I always wanted to do. I wanted to have that like fun atmosphere where right. you're talking to people and having a good time and celebrating everyone. And so the goal is to get out of my basement. And that's where you record at the that's basement. Where, yeah, I, I built a set in my basement. That's awesome. And. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So hopefully one day, I mean, there, it's not like I'm making up this job, is what I think. Right. I'm not making up the job. I just need to find the person who's going to give me the job. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm it's, sure, you know, everybody, yeah, I don't think Jimmy Fallon ever thought he'd be doing the, what is it, Tonight, Tonight show. show or whatever? Yeah. 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 yeah, portfolio is important. Yeah, yeah. that's what I keep doing, just recording them and sending them out and seeing eventually something like that. And look how big YouTube is anyway. Yeah. Look at all the stars that have yeah. come off. Yeah. yeah, some days the right person will see it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, maybe Usher will you know, give you your big that's break like yeah. he, he hasn't seen me sing Justin yet, guy. so maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you are in a great city. Oprah started here. There you go. Oprah she started did. here. Jonathan Schley. You're probably like, who's that, right? I mean... We don't, we don't want to age you, All right, Wendy Davis. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all know who Wendy mm -hmm. is. From Joppa Town, may yeah. I add? Oh, yeah. Frank Zappa. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what's the guy's name? Dale. Midkiff. Yeah. Um, actor, he's from Edgewood. He was in um, the TV series The Magnificent Seven. He was uh, Elvis and me or something. Something like that. Now he's, I, I think I he's recall. doing more yeah. sci-fi stuff. And they do well. They get Kevin Spacey on the show. Know, He's here every once in a while. You know, I keep saying that I just want to show up there and stand out with a little sign that's like, come to my basement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they might have the cops come in well, if he stand over a sign and says, Kevin, come to my basement. 
As long as I get some attention. That's all right. <laughs> I think you would get yeah, the attention all right. I'll make sure my uh, show logo is on there. So people know. Oh, God. Oh, man. That's, that's too funny. Well, you and I talked earlier before the show started. Um, and one of the things that we're going to do at Harford County, living, uh, what we're going to do, because since he's more or less a nonprofit, <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to help him grow. We're going to um, feature his show on HartfordCountyLiving.com. Um, probably make it sure just be HartfordCountyLiving.com forward slash RWS. Cool. Thank uh, you. Yeah, but we'll still, I'll still do the SEO to where people search for it. They'll find it cool. and build them views up and everything. Um, Until Kevin Spacey comes to my basement and then... I'm cut off from your website. <laughs> well, only if there's cops there too. I mean, to <laughs> yeah. lock you up. You guys don't Although want that. That could be a good show. That's true. Never Everything's know. filmed all the time. It's like a reality show. Man. Yeah. All right. Now I'm going to ask you guys some uh, difficult questions here. So it gets fun, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, if anybody knows the answer, go ahead. Stupid questions, but how do you get? How do you remove a club soda stain? Salt. Because all the stains, you always remove stains of club soda, they say. So if you have a club soda stain, how do you remove it? Carpet shampoo? I don't know. I had no idea what the answer is. That's a real question. Yeah, I was just... Maybe club soda doesn't stain. Club soda doesn't stain, that's the answer. Okay, see, I knew somebody had an answer. Sean's probably got the answer for this one. All right, and this is scary. Why is it that doctors do what they do, but it's called a practice? Do you do? Do you guys want to guess that? I know. I know. I mean, it's, you think about it. It's scary. So yeah, the, the doctors who do what they do is is a practice. I'll I'll weigh in here, having. It reminds me of the old comedians, like you know, who was it? I think it was. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy or whatever, right, uh, Engvall. So we're just going to whittle around in there with a stick, you know. I'll, I'll win. Go ahead. My father's an attorney. It was also called a practice. It's uh, because they're constantly learning and evolving. Medicine as a whole is constantly, they're learning stuff. And they may do something that may be an accident, but still may turn out to be better. I so mean, basically, when we, get, we go to doctors or lawyers where they're guinea pigs. Just, just like, <laughs> I mean... A doctor actually, a friend of ours that had, friend of ours had proposed the same question, who had taught in some of the local community colleges, said that his response was yes. That sometimes you go to doctors and they might say, well, let's try this medication. I got two medications. One may work, or one may not work, or they both may work. So we're trying it. Then they realize what works with you. Then they look at other patient profiles or what they present clinically, and that medicine may work for them as well clinically. So it gives them a chance to learn. An attorney may go in front of a judge and with one set of arguments and it works for that judge and may say hey that's a similar case these same arguments may work in my favor and for another case i wasn't expecting an answer like that but okay <laughs> i don't know if i could do that to my student loan debt like well i tried i was trying <laughs> so i took it out and now it doesn't work so now i'm done with that student loans i don't have to pay those anymore right yeah, it sounds good to me. Maybe you save for mortgage. Exactly. Yeah. I doubt. I don't think it would work student, that way, though. But student loans are a nightmare that never go away. Yeah. Mm, no. Nah. Not until you uh, get like in your fifties, sixties, or seventies, and they're finally paid off. Yeah. 
kind of what it is. Um, <laughs> all right, now this one involves the county. All right, somebody new comes to the county, and they want to see something nice. First, we'll go around the table. Just first, first place you tell them to go, Sean. I like the Concord Point Lighthouse lit up in, in the evening. Oh, okay. It's especially just a shout out. They've done it before. When they turn it orange in March, when they've done the for now. MS, for MS, yeah. Lighthouse. it's a great site. I hope they follow suit and do it again. <laughs> but it really is a neat site to see the Concord Point Lighthouse orange. They do it pink in October, right? Breast cans. And it's just to see the lighthouse any time of the year, even at Christmas time. Christmas ribbon. time with the big ribbon on it. it yeah. It's gorgeous. It's, it's one of the most pretty sites in the county, I really feel, overlooking the Susquehanna. All right, Richard, I get this is harder for you because you, I mean, how long you been in Maryland? Uh, almost two years. Okay. And you kind of took my answer, so that's kind of <laughs> Um I loved when I first went to Harvard Race to the boardwalk and walked the entire thing. I think that's really pretty. That is nice. And so I would say that was my answer because it's, I don't know, there's a good coffee shop there. And so uh, Java by the Bay. Okay, yep. And, and actually, I think Concord, Concord, is, Concord yeah. uh, Coffee Shop or whatever, Concord Point Coffee House. Yeah, or whatever. I live on coffee, so I get that, and then you walk, and I don't know, it's just calming and nice. God, Law, I know you got a, you probably got a handful of things you could tell people to go to. Probably, but me and the outdoor type, I'm going to say anywhere, anywhere along either either of the well, big gunpowder is Baltimore County, but anywhere along the uh, gunpowder trail system, hiking it, yeah. hiking. Mm-hmm. And uh, even for, for mountain bikers on the northern parts of the trail, uh, you can't go wrong on any of those. Uh, yeah, I'd have to say for me, I mean, well, since you guys all said, both of you said Havity Grace, you said the hike, but I've always liked the rocks, Rock State Park. Yeah. The King and Queen Seat. King and Queen Seat, yeah. Amazing about it going up there, especially in the the fall rate, the changing of the colors. Yeah. Winter's pretty cool. You know, if you got, if you got a nice, well, if we ever have a winter here, you got the icicles and Don't everything. Say that. <laughs> Nobody needs a winter. I guess another the second place I would add. I'm very biased. I grew up watching Mandel Point Park be built up, living in Joptown for the last thirty some years, and going to Mandel Point Park on the far back part of the trail, we're just looking out. Yeah, the train and, bridge. Yeah, that is really it's common going down on the pier. It's calm to take a book down there and just read or just sit there and meditate. Almost. I don't think you want to go down there right now, though. Not with all the dead fish. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah. <laughs> but but that's, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's that's a nice walk. There's, and there's a lot of nice parks around here too. You got Mariner, Flying uh, Point, Flying Point. Although that's closed in the winter, isn't it? I believe so, but I know for us for Easter Sunday, our church. I worked with a couple of the local churches at like 6.30. We have sunrise service down there. Hmm, okay. It's great because the sun's coming up. We're finishing up the service. All right, now, back to the county again. One thing, if there's anything you could see changed in the county, what would it be? Anybody can chime in whenever they want. Richard, you might not have, it would be that do have an answer. Yep, because it's totally <laughs> selfish. It would be that I don't have a show yet on some sort of Harford County Cable something. All right, Kelly. Kelly Jar, contact our Harford Cable Network. <laughs> I love it, Kelly. I, I, I love Harford County. Like I said, I grew up here. My biggest thing is the one thing I would change about the county is how we protect private, like farmland and conservation land. 
yeah. it just seems like I've re- taken it all away. I, I, I yeah. remember the days of Laura's Orchard in Jumpdale. Yeah. And to me, there's nothing better than going to Laura's Orchard as a kid, getting fresh apple cider, and knowing the people, knowing the That's, family, yeah. picking apples, pink, picking pumpkins. It seems like all that farmland as a county is going away. And that was even protected. Ten years ago, now it's farms. And I, yeah, it is a shame. And I remember, God, years ago. Matter of fact, I may have been a teenager. There was an article in some newspaper. I don't think it was the Aegis. It may have been the uh, Hartford Democrat or, or one of them about how they're going to have to change the name of Hartford County to Hartford City. And this was back then, just because we and now twenty four wasn't in yet or anything. So all that yeah. um, wasn't there. I, I guess. Well, I'll, no, I'll expand upon that is the overdevelopment in the county, and uh, uh, you're right. A lot of that that, that agricultural area in the county has been changed slowly yeah. you know they say it'll never change it's 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 a hundred year plus plan well right people right place right amount of money yeah those plans change um, and I think a lot of the focus from a business perspective needs to be on re- reclaiming some of the Everdeen Edgewood lands now a lot of them can't a lot of that land can't be used but a lot of it can and they're they're idle uh, uh, buildings sitting in Everdeen from the failed brack, yeah, there's lots of space in Edgewood Arsenal that can be used, and and that's where the focus needs to be, rather than tearing down woodlands and, and uprooting farmlands. So, yeah, yeah, that would, that would be my my focus. Yeah, I'm still young enough for. I remember when 24 wasn't built. The only way yeah. to get up to Belair was Route One. Yeah, or going Mountain up, Road. Mountain Road. I mean, Mountain Road. I, yeah. I, I rem- I'm and I'm 35, so. This stuff isn't like it, it's happening now. It's been happening for quite a while. Yeah. I guess my biggest thing, and it goes with what you said too, Lyle, it's because they're taking all this land or building things. I mean, you're seeing more warehouses go up. And my biggest pet peeve is the local businesses. I would love to see the county do something to encourage local business owners to open up their store, their shop here in Harper County. I would love to find a stay, find a way to find out how many people in Harford County own businesses outside of the county. Mm-hmm. I know one of my clients is actually talking about, you know, moving to another county, opening up their business there because it's they don't. The county really doesn't do anything to help them. And some of these meetings we go to, you know, oh, we need a Panera Bread, we need a Chipotle. No. You need more of the local restaurants, that's what not I one that's not going to serve frozen food. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, I that's my one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. I love my I love the franchises because sometimes they are owned by local owners. But there's yeah. nothing beats a local restaurant where you know that they went and bought the fish that morning, right? And, and the chef is changing the menu based off of what they can go to the farmers market and buy. And, that, and that's even though some of the franchises are locally owned. That's the pro. It's a franchise, so a lot of times, you're you're getting it's frozen food they're getting. I mean, I mean that's to me if all right if I'm going to go, just for example, if I'm going to go buy a steak at a restaurant, and they're charging me twenty some dollars for a frozen steak, why would I do that when I can go to to the store or whatever and buy a fresh one, a lot cheaper and cook it myself. Yeah, and probably cook it better because when you're, you know, cooking frozen food, it's, 
you're still losing some of that taste, I think. But I may be wrong here. Now. I still think my issue is the most pressing out of everyone's. Uh, bad getting to your own talk show. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really something that Connie needs to figure out. Yeah. Um, all right, this is going to be a hard one. I don't know if I should ask this one or not. If you had, if, if you were asked to speak to a graduating class, what would you say? Told you it was a hard one. I mean, that's something you could say. <laughs> that you say. Oh, no, wait a minute. I didn't want to say that. Having spoke to many recent graduates, I would say sometimes your career path, you may get on one career path and really think it's for you, but if your heart's feeling a different way, don't waste time doing a job that you don't really like. Right. Wait, or start, start taking classes in another field because you may find out after getting on a job, it's not for me, and you're unhappy, and your coworkers and other people will realize it, and you make your life miserable. Where maybe that's at least take courses in another field that you're interested in exploring. Yeah. If your company offers tuition assistance, use it and take courses because you might you might want to school to be a business person, but realize you want to be a nurse. Thought nursing is more interesting, or you merge the two and you might go into healthcare management. There's always opportunities. There's always Harper Community College just to take general classes to explore other things. Yeah. Don't be afraid of the unknown. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of people mess up. They, um, and you're you're seeing a lot of kids who graduate, they're going to college because they want to become a lawyer. They, they, they're, they're, they're seeking out the, the money-making jobs. And one of the things I was always taught, if your job's not fun anymore, it's time to leave. Because you don't need the stress, and it's—I've seen too many people. I did it. I mean, I, after well, my goal was to be a rock star, but that didn't work. Uh, <laughs> but the Marine Corps—I mean, I, yeah, I loved it. I would have stayed in. I wanted to retire, but they didn't. You know, even in the Marine Corps, you have different jobs. They didn't want to give me what I wanted, so I left. Radio. Then I got my degree in radio, and it was fun, but. I didn't like it back then. I mean, it's I couldn't use my own name. You're told to play when to you know what to play you know and everything. What to say when to say. You're like a robot. And now, if you look at go to a radio station now, you don't have records. You don't have carts, which were like the old eight tracks, not even CDs. Everything is programmed on the computer. What do you need me for? I don't need a. It's just you know. But this, I love. I mean. I guess I found my passion with helping local businesses and, and the internet, you know, working on internet marketing and all that. So, I know, we know. My advice, <laughs> we know would, be to, my advice would be to watch the Richard Wilmore show. No. Um, I, would, I think, I mean, don't, isn't the average like a person changes their career like seven times in their life? Something like, like that, yeah. yeah. I think it would be not, I was just having this conversation of once you graduate, you're expected to know what you're supposed to do with the rest of your life when you haven't even been washing your own underwear until you leave your house. You know, like, how are you supposed to know what you're, how you're going to make a living or what you want out of life yeah. when you, so it's hard. I think yeah. I went to college for theater, which turned out really well. And I, my best friend, Lindsay, is now a nurse. Like, she, we both went for theater, and she was like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> why, why do we waste four years, you know, and, like, and to 
actually say like you need four years to be an actor like that's so weird to me anyway, yeah like, how did the child actors do it right like they're, <laughs> they're, they're like look for the camera yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I wasn't cute enough I don't know but um I think it would just be to not to do what you love to find your space doing that and if you love it someone else is going to love it too right. and find you and not be afraid to change and not be afraid to try something new yeah, and a lot of that, a lot of that falls back on on the school systems themselves, and even the parents is is exposing their kids to more yeah. than just a straight curriculum or or just one, a singular activity. Um, Get them out there to do social things too. Social, but you gotta you gotta expand beyond what I, I was going to say. Social media. Yeah, that's um, yeah, and it's not just young <laughs> people, but people in general. When you get tied to social media, you limit yourself, uh, your exposure to what's going on around you. Yeah. And, and, and whether that's from a social standpoint or a political standpoint, and by that I mean uh, uh, the election cycles, knowing what's out there and, and who these people are and what they're, they're you know, professing to have done or, or they want to do, um, is it, to step beyond that and, and don't rely upon uh, a, a singular track in school or, or social media as your only source of information you got to research you, yeah you, you, you you've got to take the initiative and whether it's in, in in something you know educating yourself about your your uh, uh, elected officials or your career choice or what have you is just expand as much as you can look at alternative resources yeah, yeah. just to pee back what you just said don't be afraid of the handshake it seems like the kids nowadays you know, crowd aren't willing to go out to events to shake hands to network no. I mean, that's business networking is huge. Even if you're in one career and you still like it, go out and network because we're all one only one day away from being laid off as a food pantry director. I see that all the time. I think a lot of that's got to do with, and one of the things I see with a lot of, a lot of kids is the respect. They, because they don't have respect for others. They don't, a lot of them don't even have respect for themselves. Yeah. You know, but... Um, one of the things I would like to add to that too is, um, and my father taught me this, even though he didn't realize that he did. If somebody tells you you can't do something in a good way, I don't mean like, oh no, you yeah. can't go kill this. No, <laughs> but if somebody tells you you can't do something, prove them wrong and do it. My father told me that he told me, you know, that I would never make it in the Marine Corps, and that just that pushed me to strive harder. You know, uh, I've been told, you know, with, with the Hartford County living, I was told that, oh, you can't do that. It ain't going to work. And, and it, it's exploding. Um, and I'm sure all of us have been told, you know, you, you can't do something that ain't going to work. Richard, prime example. I mean, you're, you've even, you're, you're pushing for it. Yeah. And you're in the same boat I was four years ago when I started this. I wasn't making any money with it. You know, and I left, ra- I mean, I left radio to start this. And of course, at the last station I was at, I was paying to go to work, which didn't make any sense. But when you do sales and it's commission based, commission only, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. So, uh, anybody got anything to add before we wrap it up? Just again, thanks for having us on, and we look forward to seeing people on the 29th of April. 29th of April, y'all can make a whole day of it. The Spring Fest is April 29th at Lord of Life Lutheran Church, mm-hmm. right across the street from the high school. 
501 Sequoia Drive in Edgewood. Okay. And I know think we'll, you'll have it close to probably yeah. follow up to this. I think it's so, already on our calendar. Yeah, and no, but there, we still have some spaces available. We thought we were slowing down, but some people are backing out. Spaces will be $35 for businesses, 25 for small for, for crafters and artists, things like that. After the 15th of February, if you want to reach out to me and see what we have available, we, I, I'm thinking between five and 10 spaces might be able to come available. So if we don't have your company, we'd love to have you come on out and make sure you get on our Facebook page and start subscribing and looking at it. So everybody could make a whole day event of it. Get your tickets for the Choptown Lions Club Bull Roast, which is the same night. So you go to, they go to your event and then come to our Bull Roast, which is also being catered by Town Grill and Pulp. Everybody can put on 50 pounds that day. Done and done. Yeah. Richard. <laughs> hey, actually, when did, when, I don't think you covered this. When does the Richard Wilmore show air? Oh, uh, we get new episodes every Monday. Every Monday? Every Monday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that an evening or? Uh, I mean, oh, you don't do it live. That's right. I don't because, do it live. Okay. But I try, they, um, I set them up to release about 7 p.m. Okay. Hey, why don't you get, get, uh, you know, just do something different. Do it on Facebook Live. Do it live. I was thinking. I'm trying to figure out how to do that with. I'm. I'm trying. I want to do a live show like that. Would or be, the Google Plus. I know. The, I want to. The Google the Plus. Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll look on the Facebook to see if I know how to do that. Or as my brother says, face space. <laughs> um, and uh, for the home decor, they can contact you too. Oh yeah, I'm just knock on my door. Uh, <laughs> the show is like on Instagram and all that stuff at Rich Wilmore Show. Uh, decorating is at Wilmore Home Decor. Affordable. On Facebook? Or you got a website? Facebook. For? Okay. And like Instagram and Twitter and, you know, the Twitter and the, Twitter. the Instagram. <laughs> and Lyle, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you and Jared Allen on another show to talk history. History. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. Um, oh my God. Richard, you get a chance. There's a lot of books out there, but just the history of the county itself mm-hmm. is amazing. Happy Grace, you're talking about how you're going up there. One of the top gangsters of all time. You yeah. used to go there all the time, Al Capone. Yeah, I love listening to I've networking a lot when I first started here because of the fashion truck and trying to find people who are in businesses sort of like, you know, that you can hook up with and just listening to all the stories. Oh, yeah. It's... it's Pretty amazing, yeah. some of the, the good stuff and bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, of course, down here where we live in Joppa Town, there's always been an ongoing battle <laughs> the history here. Um, uh, Jared Allen, who I was referring to earlier, he's um, Edward Jones. But he's got, I think I said, uh, it was banknotes, old banknotes from like the 1800s from Harford County that he finds and he collects. I mean, it's just amazing. One of the things I want to get into is the duck stamps. But they're expensive. Yeah. I mean, speaking of the Harkin history, one of our members, Art Stimfley, actually wrote the book, the History of Edgewood, one of the Lord of Life. Oh, books. yeah. And that's one of our members. So he's really, if you've never read that book and you're interested in the Edgewood, Edgewood Arsenal area, Mr. Art invested a ton of time into that book. It's an amazing piece of literature. Yeah, there, there's a lot of good. C. Milton Wright wrote Our Harford Heritage, yeah. which is an awesome book. So there's a it's funny to learn. A lot, a lot, a lot of uh, papers written by people over the years, specific subjects to, uh, in and around Joppa Town and Joppa, actually, in uh, Southern Harper County. Good stuff. There's um, actually, Lyle wrote up an article about because you used to have the riverboats 
they went. There was what one called the Joppa. Steamship Joppa used the, to run the Joppa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, used to run from Baltimore to uh, uh, Easton. That's one of the things I would love to see happen in Havre Racing. Unfortunately, you can't. They used to have tours on the steamboats that would take you from Havre de Grace to was it Tillman Island? Somewhere on the eastern shore. Not sure, to be honest. No. It, but it was yeah. like dinner cruises. I mean, they would have all these cruises. Now, of course, they built the dam, so you got the flats, and it's not deep enough, so you can't do it. But it still could be fun. So, yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys again. Uh, join us next month. We're going to have Erin from Ramblin' Row on. She actually has a fashion truck, <laughs> which sells Lula Row. Sells clothes. Uh, and we're going to have Ben Stocks of Stocks Fitness uh, Center here. So he's going to have some health tips um, for you. And uh, maybe he can finally get me below this 250 mark because it, it, that's a bear trying to get below there. But thank you guys again. And um, again, if you want to join the podcast, you want to come on, contact me. Contact us at harfordcountyliving.com. All the information's right there. Free to, free to come on and uh, promote your business.